Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Howdy, listeners. Hello, listeners. Sup? Sup? Sup, Coxie? I think I'm a little bit too young for that. Or Sup. too old, maybe. Yeah, I think I'm too old for all of those pop culture things, to be honest. Yeah, we still use terms like perf and perf. wifey. <laughs> I use it because it's funny, not because it's actually part of my vernacular. Does not make me laugh. Which sounds like a minor surgery that you would have, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to laugh when I see perf? Perf. Uh, the first time I saw <laughs> saw that come back to me in an email, it was obviously from somebody who was under the age of thirty, <laughs> which I am clearly not. Neither. <laughs> I'm thirty-one, <laughs> and I actually had to reread it because I was like, "Huh, what's perf?" If yeah. Listeners, if you're conf- as confused about that now as I was then, the spelling of perf is P-E-R-F. Perf. And I'm like, uh, ah, she's truncated the word, which means chopped the end of the word off. And then I realized, oh, no, this is one of those things that was doesn't get. <laughs> so I had to Google it to see if it was a real thing or if this chick had just made it up. And I'm like, no, well, even what I just said then. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, this true. is actually part of our language. <laughs> but how how much has our language changed in the last twenty years? You and I have done a lot of googling of late of a few weird terms we'd never or they're abbreviations, and I can't even call them shorter words or they're just, you know, it might be three letters that actually mean three words and they make no sense to us. We have to go and Google them. And then often it's not clear even then. So you're kind of guessing that you're having the right kind of conversation with the right people, (laughs) which can be a little challenging when you're dealing with people a little younger than yourself. However, I'm sure that they, like I did at their ages, just roll their eyes and think, oh, these oldies, they don't know what's going on. Yes. Totes. Which is something you'd be totes uncomfortable with. 100%. Because, hungy. <laughs> hungy. I, I would even go on from 100%, 100% to hungy now. Hungy. And my kids don't call me mum and they don't call um, the builder dad anymore now. Well, I'm talking about the boys. They call him bruv. Bruv. Call me Bravo. gov. Yep, bruv and gov. That's Thanks, so bruv. British Thanks, gov. I know. Where is this shit coming from? I don't know. We've got this fusion of American and British weird slangy stuff. It's bizarre, but it's I know a, it's a term of endearment, so I'll take it on the chin. It's a fusion, sister. <laughs> Preach it. <laughs> anyway, listeners, that is our waffle for a Wednesday. G'day. <laughs> How you doing, bruv? Good uh, thing, oh, do you know what I've noticed, Coxie? Oh, no. by the way, listeners. Bouncing around a bit here on a hump day. Yeah. Today is a day not to listen to this episode when there are small ears around that you would rather not hear some grown-up language. We will be coming with the grown-up 
language. I am going to wind Coxie up yes, you like are. a two-bob watch. Because <laughs> she's already exploded once this morning. Like, I need more help. <laughs> uh, now I've lost what I was going to say. So let's just talk about builders. Yeah, I'm a builder. Well, we're builders. Yep. Mm. Nice people. And you are, um, you are very passionate about standing up for builders and not accepting this narrative that builders are all assholes. I have been very passionate about standing up for builders. I don't think they're assholes. And I think it's a common conversation that I hear from particularly subcontractors, but also consumers. It's one that, um, I don't know, it's just almost a given, isn't it? it it's become one of those default things that... <clears throat> Somehow society's made it okay to hate on certain groups of people. Mm. And it's human nature, really. I mean, this shit's been around since time immemorial. Back in the Stone Ages when we were carving out caves, did they have the builders? I was a young bloke and I was just getting around in my my maple leaf or something. (laughs) (laughs) There's an image nobody needed. My eucalyptus leaf, that's probably big enough. (laughs) <laughs> I don't need, I don't need a maple leaf. I'm glad you went there. <laughs> uh, so anyway, enough about gum nuts. So it's just one of those accepted things, sadly, mm. that oh, fucking builders, mm. they're all fucking assholes. Mm. Or worse still, we hear it from trade business owners about getting clients. They're all tight asses, or oh, you know, there's no good customers on Facebook. They're all bloody penny-pinching pricks. Time wasters. It's just these mindless throwaways, I feel, that we don't give any thought to what we're saying and how that's actually, well, I guess affecting the people around us, but whether or not it's even true. Yeah, it's a good question. Is it true? And secondly, what are we actually doing for our industry as a whole when we're talking about one group or another as being assholes? simply put? Because all painters are shit and, you know, all plumbers are rip-off merchants and all electricians drive Ferraris Mm. and, like, it's just, they're all these, you know what it is, Coxie? I've got it. Nail it. Do it. They're generalizations. Of course they are. Sweeping generalizations and all generalizations are bad, Coxie. They are bad. Everyone will get that joke. No. (laughs) I think that one flew over your head as well. <laughs> no, no, I caught you. Sometimes it takes me a little while to think of how am I going to rip up that I can't always do it immediately, but I'll get there. It's This This is a WWW episode, and thanks for your message this morning, Tom. <laughs> Waffle with was. I, just, I got a message from one of our tradiepreneurs this morning <laughs> because our, our tradiepreneurs get access to us uh, pretty much 24-7. Mm-hmm. just to bounce ideas off us and we have a little messaging app that we use with them and now I'm not going to share the details here on the podcast <laughs> but uh, one of our, our awesome tradiepreneurs just sends me a message this morning at about 6am www because <laughs> he listened to one of the podcast episodes where it's waffle with was I think Tom is our most loyal listener he Tom loves a good shout out I reckon mm, I, yeah I think that it could be and you know, Tom, Tom? Uh, if you want to step it up, if you want to step up your uh, your champion game, mate, uh, just make your check payable to Warwick <laughs> Bidwell, and uh, we can give a shout out to your business, mate. 
<laughs> so he, he does uh, send you a check in the old yeah, yes. So maybe you owe his business a Well, shout out. you know, it's just, it's, it's horses for courses. I mean, he's an electrician, so shit, he knows how to charge. I know. He's got a Ferrari in the garage. I've yeah. seen it. <laughs> so anyway, back to all these asshole builders out there, Coxie. You guys must be mm. assholes. You're builders. We most definitely are. Just ripping subbies off. You don't Absolute. pay them. You treat I've, them like shit. You screw yeah. them on their rates. Mm-hmm. You're fingering clients everywhere. Mm-hmm. You've got it. We are assholes. How do you even lie through straight through. in bed at night, Coxie? I really struggle with it, Warwick. I haven't slept for about seven years. <laughs> <laughs> now, bullshit jokes aside, uh, you have actually been on the receiving end of, <laughs> uh, dare I say... Someone who is representing for, I don't think it's asshole builders. You know what I think it is? It's just, it's just shit humans. Yeah, miscommunication really if we take it right back. Um, mm. So I think to set the scene, I help a couple of businesses still as a hangover from what I used to do. And in some cases I do some invoicing uh, for one of the particular subcontractors that I work with and this particular subcontractor has sent out a bill to a builder the builders come back and said I won't pay because of xyz xyz included the day rate being charged at an increased rate than what he thought it was going to be of $50 per day so that added up to $400 on top of the bill that the builder had not anticipated so little bit of investigation and it comes to pass that Builder had forgotten to organise said trade and was behind on the job and so instructed said trade to get in there and get the job done as quickly as possible and just send me the bill, mate, and I will pay it. No problems at all. Now, said subcontractor ordinarily only does contracts works, so he does not do day rate works. He does contracts works. Here's your quote. This is what I'm charging for the whole job. So he was doing the builder a favour quite substantially as it turns out, by two and a half grand. The, the sub-trade lost two and a half grand, grand by doing it this way, but wanted to keep working with the builder and was trying to do the builder a favour. So the builder's come back and quibbled over $400, but not only has he quibbled over $400, he's seen fit to send a barrage of quite uh, rude, to say the least, emails and trying to educate the subcontractor on what he was doing wrong rather than actually opening up a dialogue around things that were true. Let's talk about what the facts are here. However, you know what? Unfortunately for the subcontractor, he did get paid. The payment's gone through this morning. What I want to actually say is the subcontractor's as much at fault here as the builder, and I know that's going to be controversial. Jeez, Coxie, careful. Well, it is. I understand the subby was in there doing what needed to be done as quickly as possible because he was trying to do the right thing by the builder, but that only allows for opportunity for us as subbies to fall into these exact situations where assumptions have made. So clearly this builder has, has acted like an arsehole, I'm going to call it, mm-hmm. and made some pretty unrealistic expectations for $400. Come on, this the whole thing's crazy. Um, but made some assumptions. And rather than focus on the solutions that were provided, He's allowed his assumptions to get in the way and then just be an asshole about it rather than open the communication and discuss it reasonably. He's just been really quite nasty. Now, subtrade, clearly these two will never work together again. That, that's <laughs> not sounding like a very good relationship. No, it's not. So that line has been drawn in the sand. 
Um, and sometimes that happens. We're not all good fits. Uh, mm-hmm. Like not every client is your client. Not every builder will be the right builder for you. Not every subby will be the right subby for you. Not every wife what is I... going to be the last one. <laughs> True. <laughs> I, what I really struggle with today is the where this is dipped to. Like this builder has really pulled the seniority card. And I'm talking about a Ooh. new builder that's actually younger than this subcontractor I might add to. Um, this subcontractor got this builder his apprenticeship as a carpenter and then provided a whole bunch of information so he could get his building license. So this is a pretty damaging thing that's happened for 400 bucks. This gentleman, the builder in this case, has seen fit then to educate rather poorly. He's, he's actually incorrect in what he's saying, but educate the subcontractor on what he has done incorrectly and what he's done wrong, which is just taking it too far. Now, he's not a obliged to know what's going on in that subby's life but i can tell as warwick and i were discussing yesterday there's pretty serious stuff going on in that guy's life he's already at his wits end with stress the last thing he needs is not to be paid or to have to fight over being paid for 400 bucks it's all quite ridiculous but i've got to still land it back at the subby's feet as well he needed to stand his ground and say mate i don't i don't work like that if i do work like that these are the rates i need some email communication here to agree to those rates before we actually go in and do the job so I, you know, as much as I can see today that yes, builders can be assholes, I can still see that there are two sides to this and both were wrong or could have been done better. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a bit of a sad thing, Coxie, just the, how quick we are to tar everyone with the same brush. I mean, we have all these sayings and, and axioms and everything, uh, and I, guess we still do it. I mean, I do it. It's just an unconscious part of what we do. And I feel like it's an opportunity for many of us to be a bit more mindful about those things. (laughs) And when those things come out of our mouth is just give it a bit more thought. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you know what? I think all of us are caught by some generalization from someone, right? It's it, it, There'd be a thing about, <clears throat> I'm a divorced dad, right? No doubt there is Quite. some generalization about divorced dads yeah. and I'm sure it's not very complimentary. Yep. In fact, there is because my wife uh, sticks up for divorced dads at her place of work because some of the younger females there have a generalized view of divorced dads and, you know, our level of contribution to our children and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, which in my case is not true. <laughs> not at all. Uh, and so I think it does us well to remember that if we make a generalization about someone else, someone's probably doing the same about us and it's kind of like... You know, the pot calling the kettle black thing. Just just gotta be a bit more mindful about it. And I'm not waffling. I promise I'm not waffling right now. (laughs) (laughs) Please tell me I'm not waffling, Coxie. Uh, Not waffling. You're coming to a point I can see it. Yeah. The um the other thing I would like to warn you of, listeners, is when we say these things, when we make these generalizations, as human beings we have an incredible power to make things true that we say or believe. It's why athletes 
and high-performance people have um, affirmations and little rituals they go through. And we talked about this in a previous episode about habits to success. Well, Mm -hmm. one of the habits that doesn't serve you is making shitty generalizations about people that you don't even know. Mm. And sadly, we then unconsciously go and find evidence of that little truism. And there are so many truisms on the internet. Mm. You know, salt gives you high blood pressure. Well, just go fact check that one. Uh, you know, saturated fat gives you heart disease. There's a whole lot of controversy around that. And I'm not even going to touch the COVID stuff. So when we say it, though, we unknowingly go and find evidence to make it true that all builders are assholes. And we will find assholeish practices amongst the builders that we work with and go, see, it's true. Mm-hmm. But it's true because you actually went looking for it. Yeah, I totally agree. I also think that we're giving away responsibility. Mm. So rather than taking the opportunity to understand, you know, this is a shit situation. I feel really uncomfortable. What could I have done better? Often there is always a point at which you were instrumental in the situation evolving. That might be that you didn't do enough work early on in ensuring that you had the right clients come through your door. It might be that you didn't have that harder conversation with the builder around, well, hang on a minute. No, let's just pause. This is the way I would ordinarily work. If you want me to do it this way, this is the way it's going to look. Please send me back an email to let me know that you understand. Or maybe with client conflict, perhaps it's, you know, that you didn't give them enough information in the beginning. So they've made some assumptions around what the work was meant to look like or be like or cost and therefore created conflict at the end. As much as we don't like it at times, there is always a part or a pivotal moment in each of these situations in which we can take some responsibility for what happened and therefore change the outcome again. Next time we go into that situation, we won't have the same outcome because we took the opportunity to learn how we could do it better. And I feel like constantly giving away responsibility in our lives means that we, we never hold ourselves to account. We never can have the life that we desire because we're too busy throwing the blame around, giving responsibility away. Therefore, we, we can't drive the life that we particularly want. The greatest successful people all take responsibility for their part in every situation. It's always there. Yep. Yeah, I, I think uh, myself... I would do well to remember a lot of the old sayings, the old adages, uh, because they they really are valid. And I think they're more valid now than ever before because the things we say spread so quickly. Mm. Um, you know, once upon a time you could say things and the only people that heard it was the, the person or people in front of you. And then if they went and said it to somebody else, it was called hearsay. And yes. most people didn't believe it. They're like, well, did he really say that? Because I didn't hear him say that. You can tell me he said that, but you know, I'll take that with a grain of salt. Mm. Whereas now, stuff goes online. It's like, oh, all builders, oh yeah, all builders are assholes, mate. Mm. Oh, absolutely. I've got an asshole story. Yeah, so have I. Well, it's true. There you go. Done. Seal the package. <laughs> and I just you can use that, kids, if you want to make that part of the, the new modern vernacular. <clears throat> it's it's like that's gonna be one of my bucket list things, Coxie, is to get one of my ridiculous work. sayings part of pop culture for like under thirty year olds. Good luck. Except by the time it happens, uh the people that <laughs> 
<laughs> actually paying any attention to me will all be in their 60s. Yes. So, <laughs> including you. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, the, the, the rate at which things we say spread is so much faster these days and people have this really quite risky propensity to believe stuff they see online. It's like, oh, well, I read a thing on Google mm-hmm. about standing on one leg. It extends your life. I'm like, really? Do you know what? Someone told me recently down here in Tassie, um, it, it was a, a truism <laughs> about GST. Did you know that GST is going up, Coxie? Uh, no. Well, this person stated it as fact. As fact. Now, they're a great person, well-meaning. They obviously heard it from someone who heard it from someone who read it on yeah. on Facebook, And they said, yeah, GST is going up in Australia. It's going up to 12%. And, you know, my wife's talking about it and she's stressing and worrying how it's going to impact my business and, and what's that going to do to the economy. And I said, hang on a second. Is this even actually true? Yeah. I haven't heard anything about this. So I went and did some research online, of course, but I went to government websites and ASIC and all that sort of stuff. And it's like, no, GST's not going up. It's been discussed. Yeah. But I discuss lots of things that aren't true. Oh, it's very true. And oh. this, yeah, there you go. But this person was like just going around saying it like it's fact. It's quick. Actually, I had this exact conversation yesterday where a situation for a different subcontractor evolved that was really quite horrendous. But again, assumptions were made rather than pulling it right back to fact. And when we pulled it right back to fact, there actually wasn't an issue just yet. The issue wasn't there. There was opportunity to take care of the issue before it became an issue because we had the facts in front of us and we could deal with it. I think that gets lost frequently because emotion gets involved. So something like GST going up to 12% becomes quickly a truism because it's something we're all worried about. How's that going to impact us? That's a lot of extra money. I'm going to have to fund in my budget every week, et cetera, et cetera. So it tends to become a truism far more quickly. That's terrible use of language. Sometimes I get stuck there. Heaps quicker than it would if uh, we weren't fearful around it. Fear tends to drive a lot of those kinds of conversations. So it's, it's, again, yesterday's situation was the same. Subcontractor got wound up in fear rather than looking at what the exact facts were and there wasn't the problem that, they, that first appeared to be there when you stripped it right back. So, yeah, interesting. Maybe that's a great takeaway from today, deal in facts. Thank you, Coxie, for wrapping that up and <laughs> sealing the package. Okay, Tom, I'm not grey, so I can't be the great grey shark. We'll have to come up with another animal that will circle around and bite you. Uh, I'm not going to try and think of something on an episode no. because I'll stick both Can of we my do it off yeah. back in my mouth. Yeah. I've only we'll do just it off managed there. to prize them out. <clears throat> but definitely check facts and just get a little clearer on what the definition of a fact really is. Mm, it's not point. some shit you saw on a, in a group on Facebook because someone in there sounded authoritative and they said that a company is better than a trust for your business. Mm. It's like, what are you basing that on, dude? Or dudette? So, you know, just get clear on what is a fact. Mm. There's there's just so much propaganda Mm. around that's not actually based in anything factual. So that's definitely a fantastic takeaway, Coxie. I agree with you. Hanji. 
Hunty. Hunty Coxie. <laughs> perf. That that episode was perf. No, it's Froffin. No, I'm Froffin. You're Should I be Froffin? Yes, you're Froffin. I still can't work out what Froffin actually means. It... Just don't get salty with me. <laughs> you don't even know that one. I'm going to ghost you. Good. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.